Welcome to Change Out Loud, the podcast where change management intersects with everyday life. I'm Kara Sundar. And I'm Adnan Ali. And today we're joined with Brian Hampton. And Brian is the founder of Change Nerd, an online learning community designed to bring access to organizational best practices. Before starting Change Nerd, Brian consulted at Deloitte and, leading, and led change management teams at a number of private and nonprofit organizations. Welcome, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. I love what you guys are doing. Great. Thanks for joining us. And yeah. before we get started on our topic today, I thought it would be fun just to chat a little bit about how we all cross paths. So, mm. um, so you're the leader of an online community called Change Nerd. We used yeah. to have a podcast called Change Nerds. Um, so how did you come to find Kara and I? Someone in the community shot me an email <laughs> and was like, hey, um, I don't know if you trademarked change nerds, but <laughs> think about it. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? So I called this person because I have a, a relationship with them. And um, they were like, look at this LinkedIn post. And that's when I became aware of it. Um, and, and for me, honestly, it wasn't about being protective over it. It was just being aware of it because there's a number of different change management online, what I consider online communities. You have change management review. Um, and then you have, you know, PMI is doing a ton of stuff. So there's a number of um, online forms. So it's it's cool just to be aware of of them. Um, but obviously, as yeah, somebody, you know, that I know took it like really personal, was like, hey, trademark <laughs> this. But yeah, it was, it was through LinkedIn, and I'm glad that we we connected mm-hmm. and we're able, to, right. we're able to come together. So this is cool. And then we we just reached out to you, I think, and said, hey, we've kind of got similar names let's yeah. just chat and found out we were actually in a way attacking the same issue with two different perspectives you know wanting to continue the change management conversation mm-hmm. provide a space to talk about a diverse set of issues so it's actually been really fun to get to know you and be a part of your community yeah, um, and you. to have you on today but in case you were wondering this is why we're not called change nerds anymore we wanted to respect the work that brian's doing and uh, just change the brand a little bit <laughs> yeah no i appreciate it um i i do think that we are moving obviously in the same direction. The, the purpose is the same. We want to democratize um, best practices so that everybody can get access to it. And so, um, I, yeah, we're, we're definitely moving in the same direction. Great. We're so happy to have you on. Um, so for today, one of the topics we wanted to talk about, and Brian, you have brought this up with Kara and I during our first um, engagement when we began to chat with one another. Yeah. We wanted to talk more about social learning. So for our listeners who may not be familiar with what social learning is, do you mind providing just a quick overview of what social learning is? Yeah. So, you know, very simply, social learning is is leveraging the knowledge of others. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's leveraging the knowledge of others in an ongoing way. Um, that's all social learning is. And it's actually like the oldest form of, of learning, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and so they always say, right, if you want to teach a man to fish, right, you have to kind of be there and, and show them. It's the same thing. It, it, it's getting, it's tapping into the stories and the experiences of others so that you can better yourself, you know, both professionally and personally. And I think as we kind of come out of this generation that is used to more formal training and waterfall projects where training might take months to complete and deliver. And then there are very static learning documentations that, you know, people look back on as we move into this more agile space, 
ongoing iteration, continuous improvement, mm -hmm. the yeah. learning area also has to adapt. Yeah. And one area that we've seen, I think, in our everyday lives, this happening is, you know, Instagram and videos posted on LinkedIn, where you can just scroll through, either read or watch the video and, you know, learn something along the way. So we're constantly Absolutely. getting this information and this content. And yet in our change plans, right. often training is this very linear thing. So yes. I thought we could talk today about, you know, some best practices we've seen, some new ideas of how to incorporate social learning into a change plan. So Brian, can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what you've seen work and be successful? I think it all starts with what what business outcome you're trying to achieve, right? And and what knowledge or skill set um, is most applicable to your people, right? So I think it's number one, just kind of understanding what are those what are those outcomes that you want to drive. Um, what I've seen organizations do is really two things. Number one, um, leveraging a community of practice. So and and this primarily happens and and based on um, the exposure that I have with different companies. Companies that have like 5,000 or more employees, they tend to form these community of practices, um, which is awesome because if you have something as tactical as an SAP implementation, or if you're doing a brand relaunch, you can obviously leverage these different um, community of practices to, to upskill people very mm. quickly. Um, the other element I've seen is companies reaching out to other companies to get expertise. Mm. So if you're, um, and, and so, as you think about the change plan, if you're a change management practitioner, you're developing a change plan, you're not limited to the traditional communication um, processes that we have today. Um, mm -hmm. Think about other companies that may be in your industry or even companies outside of your industry that may be mm -hmm. having similar issues um, and go on LinkedIn, reach out to them and see if someone will be willing to speak mm -hmm. to your project team or maybe some impacted stakeholders, right? Because because it, it does two things. Number one, it shows that you're going above and beyond. And number two, it's really, really engaging the impact of stakeholders in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. So those are those are some ways that I've seen. Um, I've used them myself. And, and um, when I can tell you, I've I've received testimonials from different people in the change in our community. They're actually using a lot of my videos and other mm. videos in their, mm. in their their project kickoffs and things of the nature, which. I think um, I think that's just the best way to to go. Thinking outside the box. Yeah, and with video too, it's you can replay it. You can use it in different forums if there's a particular issue. Um, you know, making that content you can spread around more broadly. Yeah. I'm thinking of a particular project plan I worked on where we we have Yammer at my company, and mm -hmm. so we made kind of a mini a mini community <laughs> of practice with our super yeah. users which was really a safe space to be able to ask questions. This mm -hmm. particular technology that we were beginning to use has seasons where not a lot of people use it, but then at quarter end, everybody needs to use it. And there was a lot of fear that when that time came, they would feel really alone and like they had to go back to all their training materials from yeah. earlier. So this was a way just to open up questions and let other people answer it as well, which took the pressure off of the project team so yeah. that they could focus on, you know, technical bugs and things like that and allow people to help one another. And I found that to be extremely successful. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I think that's a really good call out, um, building in the continuous communication into how yeah. you're 
deploying your learning. So we did something similar on a project implementation that we had for a reporting system. And mm. originally just going into it, we thought, we don't want a thousand people coming to us for the mm -hmm. answers. The reality is as we train up more people, more people in the organization will have the answer. So why not leverage that capability in the organization? So I think the world we live in today where there's continuous communication um, programs like Slack and Teams and Yammer, anywhere, any way where you can keep those in the forefront, mm -hmm. it goes a long way, I think, just to leverage the capability in your organization and the knowledge that's there. So it doesn't all fall again back on the project team, to your point. It, it can Absolutely. be so overwhelming. Absolutely. You know, this idea around community of practice is just so, so mm -hmm. important. If you think about like change nerd and, and it's, it's really just a digital community of practice. That, that's all it really mm -hmm. is. Um, you know, um, we have different forms. You have certification programs, different universities have uh, different programs as well. And things that like, those are great starters. ACMP is our professional association, right? Great starter. Um, but, you know, social learning allows individuals to own their own learning process, mm. right? And so Adnan, you know, building on what you just said, like building the infrastructure to allow people to own their own learning journeys. Like, I think that's the only way we're going to win as practitioners. Yeah. So what should we watch out for, Brian? Have you ever seen social learning go south? Is there any kind of safety net we should put <laughs> in place as we're building a social learning platform? It depends. It depends. So if you want to implement this concept within your organization, I would say be very goal oriented. Get mm -hmm. very, very clear on the business outcomes that you want to enable, want to enable and then design um, kind of your guest speakers or, or whatever that content is. Right. Um, organize that content in a way that it enables this business outcome. Um, if you want to create your own community just outside of a company, have a vision. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 um, and, you know, don't be all over the place. Mm -hmm. You know, I made, I made certain mistakes when. Um, when I when I launched Change Nerd, I actually launched it December 2018, uh, and, and so at first, like you know, you just feel like this has to be in the world, right? You want to mm -hmm. be right. Um, <laughs> I was on LinkedIn, like inviting all these people, DNI <laughs> experts, HR experts, like, all <laughs> over the place, and um, which was cool, and you know, and and people connected with my passion and they wanted to have a conversation, but then as I was getting feedback from members in the community, they wanted a more consistent theme. Mm. Um, and, and so I, I chose to focus on organizational best practices. And I chose to, we can still talk about a variety of topics, mm -hmm. but it needs to connect to like real world examples. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and to be honest with you, um, there's, there's a number of companies that that I know that run a community of practice and it just gets stronger over time because mm -hmm. you'll, you're going to have to tweak it. And um, and you'll, you'll get better. If you're the organizer, you're, you're mm -hmm. going to get better over time. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's a great takeaway for our listeners that you don't have to do it right the first time. You can you adjust don't. as you go, just like agile projects. It can be exactly. an agile community of practice. <laughs> yep, yep. Something else I want to I want to uh, mention, um, like stay away from scripted conversation. Mm. I love this. I love right. this. Right. Like I'm in Chicago was eight was eight forty five in the morning, whatever. Like we're just we're just up. We're not beautiful all the way. Right. <laughs> and, we're just, and we're just having conversation. And um, I used to get really, really nervous. I remember um, a friend reaching out to me because at one point I had a podcast and I was like so scripted. I'm, I'm talking and I got my script right here. And, you know, she reached out to me. She's like, Brian, can you just be yourself? Mm -hmm. Right. 
And like, I was embarrassed. I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that was an option. Right? Like, but, <laughs> so, but just like, you know, we're Bring all authenticity. Yes, like we're all experts in our own right. And just get on the microphone, leverage technology and like have a conversation. It doesn't have to be scripted. And so I know that there are some company cultures that, you know, people want to see it. They want to see the agenda and talking points. I want the questions in advance. And I would advise people don't get in trouble, but like I would advise to like you want to stay away from scripted and like have have a theme. Right. Talk about the overall outline, but it doesn't have to be. Um, doesn't have to be so buttoned up because that's when you lose the flavor. And I, what I'm learning, what I've learned over the last 12 months is people really appreciate that authenticity. And you'll probably deliver the message a lot more effectively if you're speaking the way you normally speak and, and you're just being yourself. So as change managers, um, are there any takeaways that we, we have from social learning? So what can we do tangibly in our change management planning? Any tips there? Yeah. Um, Again, one thing that that uh, that I would advise, I think that's going to give you give anyone quick wins is like start building connections with other companies within your industry. Right. Um, oftentimes at the CEO level, at the executive level, they know their peers within other companies. Right. And they have a relationship over a very long time. It's at the mid manager level mm. where, you know, we struggle. Um, to for whatever reason, we, we we're not we're not really aware of our counterparts at other you know in other companies or we don't have those relationships and right. and you know um but we have LinkedIn, I think LinkedIn is a great connection platform. Um so so bottom line is, um think about the information, the content that your project team or impacted stakeholders may need, and reach out to other companies that you believe are going through similar experiences and try to leverage each other. Right. You could be a guest speaker for another project team and, and you know, and vice versa. Um, I think that's a very tangible um, takeaway and it doesn't cost any money. Right. Like, imagine imagine bringing this idea up at a steering committee or an operating committee. Right. And you can say, guess what? No additional budget is needed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an email. I'm sending an email to this person at this company and whatever. And guess what? You don't have to fly him in. Mm-hmm. Do a Zoom call, do a Skype call. Right. Like that's the beauty of being in this connected, you know, connected economy in my mind. And I, I think that's a way that uh, that we as change management practitioners, we can add extreme value to our companies and our project teams. Yes. And I think for some of our listeners who are maybe a bit skeptical or just unsure about reaching out proactively to other people at other companies randomly, um, I would <laughs> say you'd be surprised. You, you would really be surprised with you know who you'll find out there that is oftentimes, you know, facing a lot of the same problems that you're facing now, maybe that they've overcome or are going through. And it's just so great to have that group of people that you can just bounce ideas off of. I mean, just look at the three of us, right? I mean, yeah. how we met, it was just very random and very sudden. And we have in many ways the shared vision. So yeah. if you're a listener out there and you're just thinking, oh, I don't know if I could do that, you would honestly be surprised. So I completely agree. It's a very easy first step just to open some of those doors. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Brian. This has really been a pleasure, and we hope our listeners enjoyed it as well. You can still reach out to us for now at our old email address, changenerd at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, guys.